talking about our kind of relationship, we first met in 2019, right? Yeah. At the Converse event, where you were able to set an actual from the gap. Yeah. Um, and I think one thing that we've both got in common is kind of our love for sort of pop culture and yeah. scouring the internet and finding new kind of inspiration online. Um, if you, those of you that don't know, San, I run the company Sanitari. Um, it's like a platform for like research, and cover everything from pop culture to fashion and art. And so like coming across Yuri's work um, through my kind of research with that. But yeah, what I find really fascinating is that you're part of a new generation, I guess, that's growing up on the internet and finding kind of imagery online. What is it about taking those particular imagery and visuals from online and creating visual language as part of your work? I feel like uh, as a contemporary artist, you need to use tools that are contemporary. Uh, and with with internet, you have access to everything. And as I'm doing figuration, and I come from a tradition of more academic figuration, uh, the subject that I want to to represent. Can be literally anything, so anything that I have access to today, and uh, I want to find freedom within that. As I don't know, at some point, uh, representation painting were religious or uh, still life or whatever. Uh, I feel like the subject that I have access to and I can express can be anything. Just like in music, you will be you you will have sample uh, from from the past, mm -hmm. and access to all the database that you, that is available to create something new. Um, that's how I approach that, and uh, especially sources like uh, Instagram, with accounts like you, where actually we are getting deeper in one subject and uh, that opens the door to many things and uh, it's kind of defying the, the algorithm not just like double tap and like uh, for the for the algorithm but I'd rather using it as a tool to have access to maybe like more niche because there are specialists on every subject Obsessed with dinosaurs, for example, and uh, there are accounts about paleo, there are accounts about people sculpting dinosaurs, there are people who are actually building uh, uh, dinosaurs for museums, and all those are from scientific to more pop culture or geeky stuff. Like everything is a source of uh, inspiration, so that's. Why. Do you feel that you were trying to sort of capture a particular moment in time when yeah. you were looking at all these things? Yeah, especially, especially like, uh, I first did this hashtag called What I Like Today mm -hmm. uh, in reaction to how much image I was consuming every day, but I wasn't keeping anything for myself. So I just started to go through all the images that I liked and try to keep something digested through my my hand my uh, my drawing uh, and maybe out of those more spontaneous composition or collage, 
slowly they are uh, recurrent theme and imagery and sometimes uh, sometimes some of the images that are from very various different sources are saying something about what I think about society today and I feel like that's uh, that's what's important to me to be a reflection of the world today. And obviously one of the sort of reoccurring things and the main objects as part of this exhibition is the BMW yeah. in the front here. Yeah. That's something you've a car that you've loved for years, right? But it has a kind of deeper meaning. Yeah. The the E30 is uh, one of the most iconic BMW. But uh, for me also it was like this uh, uh, apex uh, iconic uh, car for me it's boxy and uh yeah i'm i'm, I'm 39 this year uh, i grew up uh, i was born in the 80s grew up in the 90s so for me cars are rectangular you know and uh and i was born in beijing and in the 80s there were no cars in beijing it was uh there were bikes there were public transportation, but nobody owned cars, mm -hmm. nobody had property, it's a communist country, he was, I mean, still, I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and so when I moved to France in 91, there were cars everywhere, and uh, then I understand that car is an extension of your house or your personality, and uh, uh, the, the, BMW from from the 80s with the the grill in front with the nostril is really aggressive and, and iconic to me. It's kind of, kind of like Castle Grey School. I don't know if, if you guys are familiar with He-Man, but like this kind of evil, aggressive, but at the same time design-wise, such a clean uh, icon from an era. That, that became a part of my imagery and um, I come from animation and uh, uh, to, to make one second of animation is 24 images you can cheat by doing 12 sometimes but uh, it's a very time consuming process to express something and uh, um, I, I've directed music video uh, and uh, uh, commercials and stuff, and, but I was always a gun for hire for somebody else and to promote usually somebody else's idea. And then if I look into maybe build a, a short film or something, that would take years. And at some point I was really frustrated and fed up with uh, spending so much time and if you don't have uh, internet access or if the song that you are doing the music video for is not that good, all this work is for nothing. Mm -hmm. And rather express something that is one moment that is truly myself. And if somebody likes it, well, uh, that's good. And yeah, so I was like, if I can make 24 drawings that are all different, 
and all reflective of something that is more truthful to what I wanted to, to express. That's like 24 more uh, things that I put out in the world that is original. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's how uh, basically my, my approach to my artistic practice came about. And the first exhibition I did, uh, I was questioning uh, I was questioning the place of the sketch or the drawing in uh, in art in and in the art market maybe why a painting is more valuable than a drawing because when I go and see a sketch of uh, Delacroix or Rembrandt that moves me more as a as a boy from the 20th century rather than the really technical because now we have photography mm -hmm. right and uh, at the moment when I started my seriously my artistic practice uh, probably like figurative drawing was or figurative painting wasn't as much uh, appreciated as now and uh, photography might be more but you can always make another print and sign different copies. How do I make a photography unique? And I explore that imagery which was a burning car, mm -hmm. uh, which is for me, who don't have, still don't have a driving license, and a boy coming from a communist country was like the, the, the summon of, uh, wow, what the fuck, you know? And in France, growing up in France, all the riots, and uh, it was a recurring image. Uh, burning somebody's property and uh, maybe ways to commute. Uh, it, it was something really, it's kind of a freedom, but it's kind of also like kind of maybe not ridiculous, but like. I thought it was something interesting there, and I was uh, I was really frustrated. So the whole show were uh, were burning cars, burned cars, but uh, the, they were photos of abandoned cars uh, shot at night with no parasite light. So imagine a very dark surface in the in the back and just. Uh, the shape of the car in front and I would etch all the flames and it was like a bonfire, it was like, yeah, let's burn on the scene. I think that's what's quite interesting about your work as well because you do this idea of like the subtraction and taking away as opposed to like yeah. art when you see like here where the things you canvas and doing different layers. Yeah. It wasn't very much about taking things away, right? So you read the painting on the canvas with bleach, sure. just taking away the colour on the car, yeah. taking away the metal bodies. Actually, yeah. What was that idea kind of inspired by? The, the, like, a lot of my work were first born out of frustration, and uh, I was literally doing the non-fungible, so 24 image uh, that just suggests the movement, and uh, uh, I wanted to do something that lasts mm -hmm. in the real world, so by 
scratching the floor will you damage it forever. Uh, by bleaching a, a canvas, you're not just adding a layer of paint, but uh, you enter the fiber by scratching a car is this energy you know, of uh, I want to fuck your car up, you know, like I want to key. But then uh, I can express something more with it with 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 my the tool that I have. I can express more and uh, use uh, industrial shape that uh, like you were talking about pop culture. But uh, I feel like at some point those things we grew up with just becomes culture, mm -hmm. right? Like uh, the Marilyn Monroe of uh, Andy Warhol was like pop culture back then, but oh, who is Marilyn Monroe? Oh, she's an icon. Oh, Kim Kardashian just fucked up uh, her, her dress. I'm wearing it. You know what I mean? But um, I don't know, in 50 years, Kim Kardashian will be, she's already culture, you know? Become more than icons like so, her. So, so yeah, it's, yeah, like I, I don't want to make a distinction Culture, because for me, my culture is Valentou, mm -hmm. and, uh, and yeah, that's that's why I, I use all different kind of sources. But to express something that is my point of view, uh, either I'm contemporary, either from Paris or uh, born in China. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and some of you might have had a chance already to see some of the paintings at the front of these dummies painting. Um, earlier when you were talking, you mentioned it was almost like painting with light. Can you explain the process of the painting? Yeah. Uh, painting with bleach is... Uh, I've seen tie-dyes before, uh, people splashing uh, in sterling movies, doing it. Just uh, a lot of uh, different techniques, but at the end of the day, it's, it's just a marking. If you look into it, it's kind of like Chinese painting. Chinese painting uh, is ink, uh, and Chinese calligraphy is it's one shot. You don't retouch. You know, it's it's the it's the gesture. Uh, for me, the trace is important, and uh, by by working with bleach, I work in subtraction, which is the opposite of what I was doing when I was doing animation because I come from uh, outlining everything or suggesting the shadows uh, using black ink or a darker shade and now like uh, when I work on bleach I have to think in reverse because I'm taking away uh, uh, the, the, the dye with the bleach and uh, it's kind of great because it deconstructs uh, even in, in the style deconstruct uh, where I come from, which was animation, and uh, I was really inspired a lot, even from Chinese painting to even like Franco-Belgian comic book. Uh, so I want to take away the the technical factor of it. There's a lot of really skillful people, but uh, when you make something really nice, you might be a great character designer for, uh, I don't know, uh, Pixar or whatever. 
But uh, I don't want to be an illustrator, I don't want to be an artist, so I just want to use the tool that I have to express something. And Bleach is the, it's been the perfect medium for that because uh, out of this, uh, out of my practice that was more closer to drawing, now I'm painting because I'm bringing light. Uh, and uh, as I'm, uh, I don't see what I'm doing as I'm painting, if you paint with bleaches, like you paint a surface with water, for the some of the, the fabric would react, but until it's fully dried, or like you mentioned, the sun uh, activates the bleach, you don't have the, you don't know how the bleach is gonna look at the end. If it's gonna be light enough, if it's soft enough, and uh, so bleach has been like deconstructing all my codes from my animation and illustration past. Uh, take me more into painting, but sometimes I also use a different level of language, and I every mistake is there and. Uh, all those mistakes creates depth as well, and uh, yeah, I really use it as a trace and uh, something that is unerasable. And you talked about back in the past as well, doing some illustration graphic design. What yeah. was the point where you decided to pursue fine art? Because obviously, a lot of people have been sort of making that jump and going straight into fine art is quite a Big move, right? If you've got a kind of career already yeah. in kind of um, something like profession, what made you want to do that job? I, I wanted to, to, to do that job because uh, I feel like I, I have more to express uh, rather than imagery that is cool, that is potentially for hire, for brand, or whatever. And that I can always do. And uh, I want to be able to create something that might be at some point be, be relevant enough to be in a museum. Mm -hmm. That's why I, I did the job. I mean, like, I still have to, to do a commission work. So you have to pay the bill and pay the price. But, uh, but yeah, the goal would be to create something new. And then talking about your collaboration with Chisa as well, because yeah. that's what this exhibition is about, like working and done sort of crazy together yeah. on your own. You guys first met in 2019, I think you said in China, right? 2019 in Shanghai, uh, Chilo came to Shanghai to paint a huge mural for, for a store in Shanghai. And uh, we connected and uh, I was already part of this world. I'd like to see you guys working in the studio a little bit. 
couple of weeks ago, just before you did the launch, yeah. and we were talking about the idea of collaboration and how it kind of like impacts yourself and the challenges that you face yeah. when you're working together. And you said one of the things that you love about Cheetah is his kind of like fearless approach. Like yeah. we saw him create like two or three of these in like a few hours that we were there. Yeah. How did his kind of style um, impact you the collaboration when you were working together? You really taught me a lot because uh, a lot of time uh, I'll be overthinking and uh, uh, people will usually ask me oh, how long does it take you to, to make amazing and like I don't know, it can be one day or it can be four weeks mm -hmm. uh, but a lot of the time is is I don't know, like for example for this show I like, oh, a collaborative exhibition that's kind of tricky, right? Like, and Basquiat uh, did the show together and they were already very famous and uh, that show didn't go well, didn't sell well and some of the pieces are still, uh, you know, less valuable than uh, I was like, oh, what should be our concept? And she would be like, I don't know, man, you gotta do it. <laughs> you know, like, and I was like, oh, wow, like, is he taking this seriously? Me, it takes me more time to do my shit. Mm. I can be fast, but uh, it still takes more time. But at the end of the day, like, it's true. Like, everything you want to express is already inside of you. You just gotta do more. Mm. And uh, and also having this experience creating all those pieces with him and seeing him creating those pieces, he could have done all those within one day if he wanted. But uh, a lot of times, standing in front of it and thinking and erase, recover the whole thing, find a different texture. Like he, Chilo is a true artist and I really respect him for that. Uh, even though his language is very direct, uh, he, he puts his guts on every piece there and, uh, and due to this collaboration I, I found myself more direct as well and uh, a lot of the I feel like at least fifty percent of the car actually did it within the gallery. Mm -hmm. I was already uh, working on it since two weeks in Essex in the garage but uh, towards the end with the adrenaline and everything and uh, knowing already better what type of subject and what kind of vibe and energy I was in, there were a lot that pop out uh, here in this gallery. And the two larger paintings that you see here, I, I did it here. Uh, I pretty much painted both of them within two days. And, and they, they still, I don't want to give myself a they, they still good. They, not this they good, they did pretty good. <laughs> so you say that he made you kind of speed up yourself. Yeah, he made me more efficient and be more like, let's go for it, you know, like, that, oh, I did a mistake. <laughs> that's when you guys, like, got to see work on a piece together. There's one downstairs which is like a big circle canvas. Yeah. And I kind of felt bad because I've been one impression you guys to get together so we can get photos of work on it. Yeah. So it's like Cheetah just went straight up his canvas, that spray yeah. straight away. Yeah. This, this, this wrong, don't go, I'm like, oh my god, this is so expensive. I fucked it up. <laughs> we are doing it together. So I was like, oh, 
started and, and you know, he snowballs and, and, and some of the larger pieces downstairs. Uh, the first time I came to London to, to, to get to do the setup on the cars and see if uh, the idea that I had would work. Uh, when I swing by Chilo's studio, I only have a few hours. Mm -hmm. Chilo was working on something else, so I couldn't wait for him to to get on it first, you know. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna go on. And I know some stuff out and they're really good. Yeah. And uh, I feel like that's an evolution for me as well to be able to be confident enough with what you practice and what you've been wanting to say mm. and just say it. And, uh, Find the pleasure of doing it. And with the BMW, because you working separately with that, our Essex, right? Yeah. As you said, when you first started, actually, money you were using kind of small, kind of like drill. Yeah. It took you a while, and then you know, eventually, they had a few days left. Uh, yeah. 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 Like, yeah. He was a he was a learning curve. I've done uh, carving before. That's why I was confident to uh, to, to propose. This piece to to only, uh, but I have like like tool wise, and also just approaching also a three dimensional object. Before before I only did like car hoods, like you said bonnets, no? Yeah, um, not hood. Uh, yeah, the hood's probably more yeah. like American, right? Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah so, so so bonnet is kind of like a car that you can hang it on the wall, and it's literally. Like canvas, but approaching a 3D object and uh, knowing that people who is gonna look from afar turn around it, it was a totally different approach. It's more like, oh, I'm gonna tattoo this person, but the full, full body. How I'm gonna approach this, you know? And I don't wanna just project one image and just execute it. That everybody can do with assistant or whatever. What I wanted to, to do with, with that piece is a sculpture where uh, it's a recording of a moment of, uh, it's like a snapshot of what's going on in my mind and the process. So there are imagery that are referencing art history. Uh, some images are referencing uh, personal images. Some are live drawings of what, what was in the gallery on the roof, there are things that say, oh, Justin is right here, and that looks pretty good, and, and that's that moment, and so I feel like that's why like all my technique is usually like uh, just uh, using the trace as a recording, uh, a snapshot of a, of a moment, either like mental or in real life. And speaking of moments, I think the exhibition opening as well, there was like incredible energy here at show. I'm not sure whether any of you guys got to come down, but it was packed here. There was like people in the street, like there were kids skateboarding outside, people letting off fireworks right at the end of the night. It was like such a cool like moment to be here. And I think at the end of the night, you said to me, you felt like it was quite a significant moment. Yeah. What do you feel that your generation of artists uh, sort of bring into the art world? And you feel there's a shift that's I think at, at, at this moment, and like I haven't seen the show like 
and um, both Chito's work and my work is very different and also Chito is is from a younger generation and he's he's been like 100% himself and he comes from graffiti is is very genuine and the fact that he works on remoas or closing comes from racking is everything makes sense but the, there's no boxes anymore like oh this is fine art this is street art this is fashion like everything is together just like my subject uh, is not like only pop but uh, something there are subjects that are more deeply political something are lighter or reminiscent sense of uh, uh, childhood uh, crush uh, like like either cartoon or dinosaur like foundation for your boy you know but uh, I feel like at the end of the day like we are giving something really truthful and I I hope like we're bringing something different and I feel like we are bringing something different. And it definitely felt like that as well, especially seeing a lot of the younger kind of like kids that were here as well and I guess the subject matter what we can kind of cover with like pop culture and things like that it makes it much more approachable for them to come in and sort of relate to what it's happening then. Yeah, and even, in, even for me before like uh, entering a, a white cube gallery is very intimidating. To be in here, like in one of shorts and sneakers, at my at my place, and uh, I feel like I can't think like that anymore. I'm literally getting older, <laughs> you know. And, I, and uh, if I'm older, uh, what I believe in should be the the new establishment, and that will be obsolete at some point, you know. So, yeah. Penelope, thank you so much for hosting this exhibition as well. Was that something you guys were conscious about when you were putting on this exhibition in terms of bringing in a younger kind of um, audience through these artists? So it's pretty good as well. <laughs> I think one of the um, main missions that Omni is trying to convey is that um, we're bringing together uh, a new generation of culture. So it's a it's a hub of exchange of communication, of showing new angles of how how our generations are viewing the world now. So we're doing this through art, we're bringing together different um, creative fields and giving a, a stage as well for the artists to communicate, to work together, to collaborate. And um, so under under these um, under this main idea that only operates under. That was one of the best ways to showcase. The, the name itself only is like everything. Of all things. Right, right. So how do we don't believe in boxes, right? And we all like complex being. We can be at the same time fashion, at the same time street, at the same time in the museum or whatever. So I feel like how would you say your experience of doing this collaborative um, exhibition has impacted your work and what you want to do in the future? Definitely is a step up. I'm always going to create uh, uh, future opportunities are inspiring people to do their own. Um, yeah, I kind of 
tired the the carving because mm. finally I get to do the dream car and uh, I feel like this era of my work fueled by frustration was just the entry point and now I'm older and I feel more comfortable with myself and everything so I want to explore more. We're super excited to see the next chapter and what you do next. Um, thank you very much everyone for joining us. I don't know if anyone here has any questions at all for you. Uh, what's your favourite uh, collaboration piece? Uh, all the collaborative piece they are downstairs. But, uh, I really like the, the ones we, we make here in London. Because we, we started my studio in Paris, but it was more shy. And we tried, there is one piece where uh, he, he used airbrush on uh, a bleach on canvas. But as we know each other better, like for example, the, the Kodak black piece. Yeah. That's, that's literally everything we said, and both Chilo and I, and also like this moment with Kodak Black with this hand, was a moment because uh, Chilo took me to the Givenchy show, and Kodak Black was there, and uh, I took that picture because he was sitting on some mimosa, and uh, he had some uh, orange bulb on his grill, and uh, he's a stylist who was uh,
you are. Okay, so in, in terms of your kind of work in this as a whole, is there anyone who's really influenced you in terms of your style? Would you say? Who? Well, oh, sorry, is there anyone who's really influenced you in terms of your style? Would you say influence from or is your kind of Is it my 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 work? In my work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. the first eight years of your life. 
Yeah, in the academy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they used to play in the garden right next to. Uh, this is like. Uh, there were different studio, like the painting studio, Isnaz Terrell Martin, and uh, it was a sculpting studio, and you have always all the dust. And and I first met also like uh, uh, foreigners. There were not many foreigners in, in China back then, and uh, they were African students from. Was Mali. Uh, they were stu studying in at the academy, and uh, I get to have an exposure to the world through to yeah by being born and playing yeah, here. <laughs> and you had a question, Mike? Yeah. yeah. I think because you, you mentioned earlier, you know, talking about the hashtag, you know, what I like today, which obviously you know, points to the sense of like. You offer off motion in that sense. And so one of the paintings downstairs has like Kobe in there, it has zebras, it has, you know, the dragon, and it has the Native American chief. It's like a lot of the times like having all those things in one canvas yeah. is something of like, you know, unorthodox in that sense. Yeah. So I think for me it's like why do you think it's sort of important if you do think there's any more reason to sort of, you know, pull these different figures into dialogue with one another. Uh, some, sometimes it's really unconscious, but sometimes it's really conscious. For example, last year I did a, I did a painting uh, for my show in Chicago, and uh, it started like this, like, oh, one image, and then a second image, and then all of a sudden the, the mix of those different images say something different, and that piece was called like I didn't name it after he was finished, he was called Behind the Costume. He started with an image, because I follow a bunch of sci-fi stuff too. There was this vintage photo from this, uh, I think, Nigerian student that played uh, Alien, the first Alien, because he was tall and skinny. But he, he was a, a, like a shy student, but he was playing this Alien, which is this other, you know, uh, maleficent force, but uh, he's literally like uh, he was he was probably a scientific or whatever, but he was playing this monster, and uh, and uh, at the same time I follow like vintage cartoons stuff, and there was this one uh, image of Casper washing his cloth, <laughs> and you know like the cloth is a costume, and then. At that time, I think when I painted it, it was, I don't remember if it was 2020 or 2021, but uh, you know, after Black Lives Matter and all that, like uh, all the conversations, so starting questioning like how uh, the Western culture whitewashing everything, literally washing his cloth, right? And uh, uh, as another influence, I, I love Philip Gustin who was this uh, abstract expressionist painter who shared the... who was probably roommate with uh, Jackson Pollock, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, after he was 65, he started doing these characters that are more cartoony. Uh, people like uh, Peter Soul uh, using those more cartoony characters to express something about their time. Uh, and Philip Gustin has a lot of painting with Klansman, uh, 
criticizing like uh, America and uh, the Kukuslan, and so this image and that cartoon, very different, sci-fi, uh, very vintage cartoon. Uh, this painter from the 70s, uh, and then there's an image of uh, of a black matter from uh, from natural history book or on. National Geographic type of situation, and then there was a photo of my friend Oli, uh, who's from London, who was in a really nice down jacket, and he has the biggest smile, and he has a tooth gap. So all this image together at the end of the day was saying something. But yeah, it just happened in my feet, and in my train of thought was this. And when you look at it, it's there, and that sh that piece. I showed it in Chicago and caused it. And, and Cause has one of the biggest Philip uh, Guston collection. And he put, we put Philip Guston on the map on the art market. And I was like, oh shit, like he's, he noticed that beyond the, all the pop things, a lot of people use like Mickey Mouse, whatever. But like, I feel like I am saying something uh, which is a commentary on. My time, maybe. <laughs> oh, so All right, I think we're gonna wrap up now. But thank you so much, Louis, for sharing. Thank your you, inspiration. Nice tits. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>